My entitled mother-in-law threw my family heirloom engagement ring down a storm drain. Then she said my niece was so ugly that she will never allow her son to have children with me for fear of having her grandkids be that ugly. She accused me of trying to convert her son to Christianity, came into my house, destroyed my Christmas tree with precious family memories on them, and then all hell broke loose. Police were involved. I got bit and pregnant. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. I've seen a lot of crazy people in my life, but my potential future mother-in-law is the absolute worst person I have ever met. I'm a 30-year-old female and I've been with my boyfriend, who's 31, for eight months now. For the first few months, everything was amazing. He is the sweetest and most caring man I've ever been with. He likes to surprise me with fun dates and flowers for no apparent reason. The biggest surprise of of all though was when I met his mother. I met his parents for the first time a few months ago and the first thing my future mother-in-law said to me when I walked in the door was, Are you Jewish? I am not and I am not particularly religious but I was raised Catholic. Once I told her this, it was the beginning of the madness. She immediately stopped talking to me and acted as if I didn't exist. I was extremely nervous about meeting my boyfriend's parents so this broke my heart. I was determined to make a good impression so I just kept trying to connect with her. This was a huge mistake and I should have just let it go. Once we were all seated for dinner, she finally decided to try and make conversation. I have naturally red hair and she asked me if my parents have the same color. I told her I have the same hair as my mother. She then had the audacity to ask me, Do the carpets match the drapes? I had no idea how to respond. I just sat there stunned. Seeing my reaction, she said, Don't worry, I'll ask my son about it later. I looked over at my boyfriend who seemed equally as shocked as I was, but he didn't say anything. She then started to go on about my hair being too curly. She told me that I really needed to learn how to run a brush through my hair and think about my appearance more when I'm out with her son. Then, when I didn't eat much at dinner, she gave me her version of a compliment. I was told that it was good that I am watching what I eat because it would be a shame if I got any bigger. This was just my first meeting with this woman. As soon as I got into my car, I burst into tears until I got home. My boyfriend was texting me and apologizing for his mother's behavior, but the damage was done. I told him I needed time to think. He went into apology overload after this and started sending flowers to my office every day and leaving me messages begging me to talk to him. I finally agreed and we went out to dinner. He told me that he spoke with his mother about her inappropriate comments and he swore it would never happen again. With this reassurance, I decided to give it another chance. Fast forward two weeks to when he invited me to come to a family birthday party. This time, I would also be meeting his sisters and his grandparents. His grandparents and sisters are awesome people. They asked me normal questions about my job, family, and friends. His mother seemed to be avoiding me throughout the evening, and honestly, I was okay with that. I went to grab something from my purse, and I noticed that it was not where I left it. I looked everywhere, but I could not find it. I went and asked my boyfriend, and he began to help me look. He then got a strange look on his face, and he quickly went upstairs. I could then hear a lot of yelling begin upstairs. He came back down holding my purse after a few minutes and told me that we were leaving. Once we got in the car, I asked him what was going on. His mother had taken my purse so that she could see my driver's license. She intended to try and run a background check on me. He told me that she had told him this earlier, but honestly, he thought she was joking. I thought that it was best if I avoided any of his family functions for the time being. This worked out great for a while and he went to any of his family parties alone. He would ask me each time before 
leaving if I was sure that I didn't want to go, but I always declined. Last week, his family had their family reunion and he asked me to please come with him. I was very reluctant, but considering there would be so many people present, I didn't think she would pull anything. When we got there, everything was going great. I met his extended family. I got to catch up with his sisters. His mother did seem to be shooting me death glares all night, but I brushed it off. Soon, she came over and joined a table that I was seated at with his sisters and some cousins. The conversation was pleasant as we were talking about his sister's children. His sister has a daughter who is 12 and is the same age as my niece. I then showed his sister a picture of my niece on my phone. His mother took a look at the screen and began to laugh. She told me she hopes that if me and her son ever have children, that they don't look like my niece. My niece is beautiful, by the way, and she is only 12 years old. What kind of monster attacks a 12-year-old child's appearance? This was my breaking point, and I went off like a volcano. I started to scream at her and told her that she is the most evil person I have ever had the disadvantage to meet. I told her if I ever did have children with her son, she can be certain she'll never meet them because hell is too far to travel to. I am not 100% certain exactly everything that I said, but from what his younger sister later said, it was epic. She began to play the victim and wail that I had just misunderstood her joke. My boyfriend came rushing over at this point and she threw herself into his arms telling him I am a horrible woman and he needed to throw me right out. He told her that wasn't going to happen and to stop making a fool of herself. She seemed to accept this for a moment and sat back down. She just kept sobbing that I just didn't understand how to take a joke. Then Then something in her snapped as she noticed something that my boyfriend was holding in his hand and began to have another meltdown. I didn't understand what was happening at this point and I just stood there watching a grown woman pitch a fit like a toddler. None of what she was saying made any sense to me as it was mostly just incoherent screaming. But I did pick up on many derogatory comments directed my way. My boyfriend then told me we were leaving and told me to grab my things. As I started to get ready, my future mother-in-law made a lunge for my boyfriend's hand and grabbed the small box he was holding. She then looked me dead in the eyes and said, You will never have this ring, you little bee! She ran outside and threw the box down a storm drain. It turns out that my boyfriend was intending on proposing to me. He had just obtained his grandmother's ring while we were at the reunion. His grandmother is completely heartbroken because now her ring is down a storm drain instead of continuing on in the family as she had always wanted. I don't know where to go from here. I am devastated, confused, and exhausted. Can I ask him to never see his mother again? Is that my place to say something like that? I'm sorry that this story is so long, but I just really needed to get this rant off my chest. Jumping into the future, there is an update. I've been getting a lot of messages asking for an update on the ring situation. Unfortunately, the ring could not be found. The city came out to try and assist, but they could never uncover anything. My fiancé and his family were devastated by this, and many of them have ceased communication with my future mother-in-law because of it. This ring had high significance in the family, more than I understood at the time of writing my first post. This was the straw that broke the camel's back for many of the family members. His sisters have chosen to keep contact with my future mother-in-law, and one of them has told me that she is 
is playing the victim card, that she is saying she had a mental break and that we all need to be more compassionate and understanding of her. I call this total crap and I know she knew exactly what she was doing when she threw the ring down the storm drain. I have a theory that the ring never went down the drain to begin with. I think maybe she hid the ring somewhere on herself and threw the box down the drain. I have no way to prove this, but I have expressed this concern to my fiance and his family. It's a rather large house though and it could be hidden anywhere. I don't think the ring will be found anytime soon if this is what happened. On a happier note, I am now engaged to my fiance. My engagement ring does not have the same sentimental value as the other ring, but I love my new ring just the same. I am very happy to be engaged and I cannot wait to spend the rest of my life with my fiance. My fiance is on low contact now with his mother, but word has reached her that we are engaged. After she found out, she apparently refused to leave her room for three days. She refused to speak to anyone or eat any food. The drama of this woman is unbelievable to me. Soon after, I was told about her condition. I started receiving a lot of strange emails and phone calls. I started getting phone calls from strange men asking me to perform a variety of adult things for them. Obviously, I was mortified by this and immediately changed my phone number. I told my fiance what had happened and he thinks that someone must be giving out my number to men they meet by mistake. I didn't believe that, so I did a Google search of my phone number and found a few Craigslist ads written about me. The descriptions are just too similar to my appearance. They even mention my red hair. I truly believe this is my future mother-in-law doing this, making these fake Craigslist ads to tell men that I'm interested in doing this with them. She knows how to post on Craigslist as she sells a lot of used things online. I have also mysteriously been signed up for a variety of different dating sites and adult sites. If this is future mother-in-law, then I just don't know when she's going to stop. This is a low level to drop to and I cannot believe how pitiful this woman is. I showed all of this to my fiance and told him about my suspicions. He doesn't think it's his mother-in-law because he doesn't think she's tech savvy enough to be able to pull this off. Then what he said next chilled me to my bone as I thought that his older sister liked me. He said that his older sister had mentioned that to maintain a healthy relationship, you should be checking your partner's phone daily. She proceeded to tell him that there should be no secrets and I shouldn't have a problem showing him my phone when he got home. I was going to ask his sister to be my bridal party and now I don't even know where I stand with them. Do they hate me too? What did I do to deserve this? I truly don't know who I can trust anymore. I have decided to limit what I tell them going forward as I currently think they are all future mother-in-law's spies. For now, I'm going to try and enjoy my engagement and put all of this out of my head. I guess I will just wait and see what happens with his family. Fast forwarding into the future, there is another update. I've been getting messages asking for an update on my situation with my future mother-in-law. So I thought I'd make a quick post on what happened most recently. My fiance went no contact with her after everything that happened. That lasted all about a week before she showed up banging at our door. My fiance was at work and I was alone at home at the time. She was wailing that she was sorry and that she just wanted to see me to apologize. Since I have neighbors who were beginning to watch this spectacle, I let her inside to talk. At first, she was very apologetic and said that she just wants to have a fresh start. She was pretty convincing, and I was actually considering just letting it all go. That's when she saw my Christmas tree, and all hell broke loose yet again. She began to scream that I was trying to convert her son to Christianity, and that I was just a little hoochie mama who was trying to ruin her family. I kindly asked her to please leave, and that she was not welcome here, but she was not budging. She told me that no son of hers would ever celebrate Christmas. And then she 
proceeded to run towards the tree. She began tearing off every ornament and throwing them, leaving them smashed on the floor. I have many childhood and family ornaments on my tree that are very precious to me. Several were smashed in her rampage. I had to grab her and physically drag her away. This ended with her punching me several times and biting my hand. I was finally able to throw her out the front door and I grabbed my phone to call the police. She proceeded to scream like a banshee out front and call me every name in the book. The police arrived soon after and just like that she completely stopped her fit and began to try and play the victim. She told the police that I was an intruder in her son's apartment and that I had attacked her. The police had arrived with an ambulance which she was promptly taken to because she was feeling faint and was in distress after my brutal assault on her. The police then came to interview me and I told them what actually happened. I showed them the bite mark on my hand and the bruises that were beginning to form. My fiance arrived at the scene and immediately came to my side. He confirmed to the officers that I do live here and that his mother is a nutcase. Seeing that her son was siding with me sent her into yet another tantrum. The police asked me if I would like to place charges against my future mother-in-law. I looked to my fiance and I could tell that he was conflicted on what to do. I had to do what would make me feel safe in the end and I decided to place charges. My future mother-in-law was first taken to the hospital and then arrested upon her release. She is now facing charges for assault and I have taken a restraining order against her. This has placed a serious strain on my relationship with my fiance, he and the rest of my family want me to drop the charges against his mother. He tells me that since I have a restraining order, she can no longer come near me, so I have nothing to worry about. I don't think he fully understands how terrifying this experience was for me. He tells me that it is my decision in the end and he will stand by me, but he doesn't want to see his mother go to prison. Part of me just wants to pack my bags and run. I told him I felt this way and he is begging me to stay with him. He says that we can move and have no contact with his family in the future. I am so very confused and conflicted on what to do. What should I do? And that brings us to the final update. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, everyone, I know I will be trashed for being so stupid, but many of you have asked for an update. I left my fiance after everything that happened, and I was heartbroken. A few days after leaving and staying with my parents, I found out the news. I am pregnant. I came to the apartment to tell him the news and his mother was there. Yep, he decided to side with her. She screamed the loudest banshee scream I have ever heard. She told me I need to get a termination immediately. I told her that I would not do that. I planned to keep the baby. That is when this monster attacked me. She started to hit me in my stomach area. After this, I called the police. That jerk did nothing to help. Only said, stop. 
stop to her from the sidelines. I think he wanted the baby to die. Luckily, they are doing just fine. I truly regret dropping the restraining order. I now don't know what to do. I think he still has rights as a father, but I don't know how to fix it since they don't, but I don't know how to fix it so they don't have access. I am now pregnant and alone living in my parents' house. Any advice is appreciated. Please leave out negative comments. I am not sure that I can handle them. I've been asked many times about what happened after. When I got home that day, my mother took one look at me and was furious. I had a black eye and bruises. I declined the ambulance and went straight to my parents' house. My mom led me to my bed and made me a cup of tea. Then she just kept asking, who did this? She thought it was my ex, but when I told her the truth, she was even more furious. I explained everything that had happened. I never told her before and all of the gory details. She calmed me down and left me to go make me some food, but she actually left the house. A few hours later, she came back. She had what she called her trophy, which is actually a large clump of my ex-mother-in-law's hair. She actually put that hair in a memory box. She told her that she will never lay eyes on her grandbaby and many other colorful things. My mom is actually an ex-bodybuilder and very into fitness. After that, I got a call from my ex and he just screamed at me. My mom took the call and told Tim to never contact me again or he will get the same treatment that was given to me. He has not contacted me since. So, what should I do? This story was way more wild than I had expected. Did this whole thing just come down to religion? That she didn't want her son to be with somebody from a different religion? Because that's the only reasoning I could really read into here. The very first question she asked before anything is about her religion. And then when she realizes that she's not in the same religion, then everything just completely explodes. And maybe I wouldn't think that's the only reason, but when the whole situation happens where she goes over and sees the Christmas tree and just loses her mind because she thinks that she's trying to convert her son to Christianity, I mean, that's got to be the reason. What else could it possibly be? That's the only thing they really reference here. But why wouldn't the son have mentioned that to his mom before if he knew how important that was to her? Or maybe he did and she just didn't believe it or didn't really think it was real, kind of the same way that the fiance made the assurances that the mother would never act like this again and then she ended up stealing her ID straight out of her purse after making this vow to not act the same way. I guess technically she didn't act the same way. She secretly and stealthily went into her purse, stole the ID and the entire purse itself, I guess. But this sounds like a lifetime of misery. Now that she's pregnant, she's going to keep the baby. So she's going to be always attached to this mother-in-law or I guess since they're not getting married now, baby's grandma forever. The entire time she was describing her fiance, she kind of made it seem like he was somewhat neutral, but mostly on her side. But she basically describes him as a coward at the end because when all that went down, when she got attacked, he didn't do anything. I guess because he felt no loyalty to her anymore because they weren't together anymore. But still, why would you not step in in a moment like that where things have physically escalated? Honestly, this is a difficult situation because how do you really handle this whole thing? She's making it sound like, yeah, maybe he has parental rights. Of course he does. I mean, he's the dad. Regardless if they're married or not, he still has parental rights. So I don't think it's as easy as just move away to a different city or something. The exact line the original poster says this is where she says, I think he still has rights as a father, but I don't know how to fix it so they don't have access. I don't think there's anything you can fix there unless you get full custody, right? Somebody correct me if I'm wrong down below, but I don't think so. She might be able to get the mother-in-law away from the baby forever, at least legally, because that sounds like attempted murder because she was trying to punch her in the stomach when she found out the original poster was pregnant. And the sad part is that the original 
poster says that she thinks the reason the ex didn't help her out in the situation is because he wants the baby to die. I mean, geez, this is awful. And those people are going to be attached to you for all time. So now knowing everything that you know, what advice would you give to the original poster here? Where would you even begin? Let me know down below. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. I'll see you guys next time.